Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you get your podcast, except Stitcher, as we talked about. Bye-bye, Stitcher. Apparently, they just couldn't stitch you up anymore. And watch us, of course, on YouTube as we continue our video journey here at Think Tank Sports. And we're back. And we are here to talk Yankees baseball, which has certainly been a frustrating season with very little um, excitement outside of one nice little run there. Uh, We're going to talk the All-Star game. We're going to talk more poor Yankees. And then we're going to try something a little new with kind of an all-star at halfway point of the season uh, at Mike's suggestion uh, to talk about all the teams. So we'll see that, but you know, Hey, I mentioned Mike and that probably means he should also talk on the podcast. So, Hey Mike, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay, Dave. I mean, our last place New York Yankees are not exactly uh, giving me the summer uh, warm and fuzzies that we were hoping for. No. Uh, and it's certainly very frustrating, not only because, you know, the injury bug continues to hit our stars um, and the depth of the Wait, organization. Did you just call Josh Donaldson a star? No, I was referring to judge. And okay. Was, all right. Uh, all right. Continue. We'll make you continue uh, our pitchers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just frustrating because it's like we've had the uh, strength test for our the depth of our organization every year, it feels like, and it continues to um, yep. hold up. But I think, you know, the first half of the season has been really a breaking point. Um, and we there needs to be some changes made. Um, but we'll get into that, of course. But we have to, unfortunately, they go back before the All-Star break. And this terrible Chicago Cubs series team that uh, is probably overachieving a little from what we thought they were going to do, but still the Yankees should uh, be an outclass um, in almost every series they play against them this year, which is only this one, of course. Um, Mm. And the Yankees lose two out of three, uh, winning the Saturday tilt. Uh, six to three against the Cubs. I don't know. I don't really have much on this series other than that. Dave, do you have any uh, insights? <sighs> well, anything you? I know it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. As I was going back, I think going back one more day really gives you okay. the feel um, in a game where the Yankees really needed to have after. And I know we did not talk about talking about this series, so I'm going off script here. No, but we can do that because, hey, yeah. here, here we go. Uh, the Yankees too. had won two out of three at home against the Orioles, had a huge Thursday game where they could win three out of four. And uh, Luis Severino pitching, who had just been, you know, awful, basically. Right. And uh, they lose 14 to one, Mike. And I don't want to go crazy on this, but we had talked about this potentially being one of their biggest games of the season and Severino got lit up for 10 hits and seven runs uh, and couldn't get out of the third inning. And Albert Abreu gave up six more runs. I mean, it was just awful. And so then to go into the Cubs series and lose three to nothing. So it was 14 to one Mm. on Thursday. They lose three to nothing against the Cubs on Friday. 
Um, They win Saturday. And then I think, was it after Saturday they announced the firing of the hitting coach? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they bring in the mayor, Sean Casey, uh, the mayor. Yeah. And uh, I think they didn't play that last Cubs game with Sean Casey. I think he was. No. Yeah. No, he hadn't come in. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, And they would, they, you know, lose the last game going into the all-star break. You want to win the last series. You want to have some momentum, play sharp. And um, that game on Sunday, they lose seven to four to the Cubs and, and really, um, an embarrassing fashion, you know, throwing the ball around and not getting timely hits and giving up, you know, uh, a big hit to uh, a mediocre player. And it was just uh, oh, very, yeah. very frustrating. Um, not, yep. not only not winning that game, but ending, ending <clears throat> what is essentially the first half on that note. Uh, yep. Six sucked. of the seven Cubs runs came in the last three innings uh, yep. against the bullpen. Uh, Herman again, pitches great six innings, one hit, two runs, nine strikeouts. Uh, and then you just, you know, you get into the bullpen and, you know, Hamilton again, uh, Mike mentioned throwing the ball around. You have the Glaber Torres error. Uh, Hamilton gives up two runs. Marinaccio gives up two runs. Nick Ramirez gives up a run. Um, you know, it just, it, it certainly was very disheartening. Uh, to say the least, to finish, and the Yankees finished the first half at 49 and 42. 49 and 42, fourth place, uh, at that time. Yeah, and um, not, not the problem is not only are they just barely now above 500, but they're not showing any promise, they're certainly trending in the wrong direction. Judge, you know, we find out shortly after is not coming back right after the all-star break, um, as was, you know, been told to us since the beginning of his injury. So, uh, you know, he's close and he's taking batting practice and all that stuff. But still, um, if you think they don't need him in the lineup, you're crazy. You know, he absolutely had to come back. Um, And now we fire the hitting coach and, the bullpen, you know, the, the break couldn't come at a better time for pitching staff, that's for sure, uh, and our health. Uh, but, yeah, j- just a cold ice bath of uh, a feeling going into the All-Star <laughs> break, buddy. Yep, no doubt. Um, very challenging. You know, I think we got excited because, you know, Stanton got hot and hit a couple of home runs in the Saturday game. And, uh, right. I think either you or Steve, the text was, oh, great. Stanton's getting hot right before the all-star break. And then he's going to tail off. Well, he didn't tail off, thank goodness. And he has continued a hot streak there. Uh, but still the, the clunker uh, going in. We did have, you know, a nice highlight with um, Garrett Cole was named the starter uh, yes. for the American League in the all-star game, which I, I was a little surprised by, but OK, we'll take it. Um, and you know, he had a nine pitch, you know, first inning, uh, aided by, you know, a couple of great catches in the outfield, one in left field, one in right field. Yeah. Um, so, you know, good for Garrett Cole, uh, kind of like the Yankee highlight as far as the all-star game goes. Um, but Mike, we should back up a day because, um, the home run derby was tremendous. Okay. I thought you like the home, do you, you like the bracketed format? 
them? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Um, I, prior years uh, when they weren't doing bracketing, I, I really was like, well, who's who's doing what who's and right. who's ahead and you lose all those things. Look at this is like all the other sports are bracketed, whatever it is, bracket, bracket, bracket. So, right. yes, I did like it. Um, okay. Uh, it was a lot J Rod yeah. put on an absolute uh, just round for the ages. So this is in Seattle, folks. If you weren't paying attention, and Julio Rodriguez, you know, coming off his losing to Juan Soto in the finals of the Home Run Derby the year before, comes out in the first round, and oh, and they were talking about the pitcher Mike, and he just it was almost like. Uh, Little league, yeah, you know, he just short. I mean, short arm in it, like no wind up, just throwing it, you know, just basically just the arm, not even stepping and uh, just grooving the ball. And uh, and Julio Rodriguez, and we find out after the fact, uh, and because he doesn't do much in the second round, that he just wanted to give Seattle a show. And Mm. oh my goodness, 41 home runs. Yeah, it just that part was tremendous for me. Um, I think my biggest takeaway of the piece that I loved the most besides that was Adley Rushman and his dad is out there pitching. Um, No catcher has ever won uh, the home run hitting contest. And Rushman, you know, hits I think he hit 20 from the left side or 21. Yeah. Right in that uh, range. Right in that zone. Yep. And then he gets to, you know, the break, you know, and he's got some extra time, 30 seconds. He had one home run. No, he just had the extra 30 seconds and mm-hmm. comes back out and turns around and hits right-handed and sees eight pitches and hits six of them for home runs. Yeah, not bad. I mean, he was just on fire. It just was great. And then. I'm trying to, Oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember who he uh, went up against. And I just, I you, felt bad. You go up against well, Luis Robert, right? Oh game. yes. Right. Right. And yeah. Robert just hit some, hit some bombs as well. Just um, flicking his wrist too. the, the, um, the innate power, Luis Robert. I yeah. Mean, he was not exactly a big stride, full swing, you know, Ken Griffey type of, Mark McGuire home run swing. It was a no a flick of the wrist almost, and, and gone, gone, gone. So, um, but yeah, he hits twenty eight to Rushman's twenty seven. Uh, was just very disappointing. I, look, uh, Robert is great. He came in as the number one seed, and you know the most home runs and all this, and you saw why he's so good. Uh, oh, yeah. But just from a storyline perspective, I just really enjoyed Rushman. Um. Of course, and, and the whole and, dad aspect and all of that. How can you not? Yeah. How can that not be uh, something that's as pure and as uh, as baseball as it gets? You know what I mean? Yep. There's no other sport where that's happening. So that, that's tremendous. Uh, oh, and yes, for sure. And oh, by the way, Julio Rodriguez was against uh, Pete Alonso from the Mets. So. Oh. So that was great that he clobbered him by 20. Um, But Alon, you know, uh, Rodriguez went first. I mean, Alonzo really, there's really not much you can do there. I mean, he had to come out and just 
right. you know, tattoo the ball. And he gets 21 home runs, which is respectable, but sure, sure. What are you going to do against Ran 41? Against what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, for me, Dave, I, I enjoyed all of that. For me, the, the chaos of, of pitching the ball before the first, the previous hit has landed. Uh, the oh. times that got lost and all of that. Oh. Of course, the, the kid that gets hurt in the outfield, you know, I've said it every year, get those kids out of there. Um, yeah. uh, he was a little older than um, some of the kids out there, but still, um, I don't know why that, why, why that, I know it's entertaining for the players' kids to kind of be involved and all that, but there's got to be some kind of minimum skill requirement or age or something at this point because uh, there's, it's just a disaster waiting to happen. There's no good stuff to it. Yep. No, I, I totally agree. Um, and Mike, thank you for bringing up the, the delay. And I don't have a solution for this. My God, if I did, I could make some money off of it. I cannot stand the TV coverage of the home run derby because yeah. the guys are swinging and the announcers like, Oh, that's gone. And you see the counter, the split screen. So you see them swinging, you see the ball landing. You don't know which ball is which home run. The counter is moving, not moving. I mean, it's so disjointed. Um, And I don't know. I just, I know they're trying to show everything. Can we just go back to one screen where you see the hitter swing and then you flip the screen and you see the ball land? Like, right. I don't know. It, it's it's so frustrating. It's been going on for a few years, and I know I've talked about well, it before, but it's I, I again I don't have any other now. solutions. Yeah, maybe they have a pitch clock now. Maybe there's a five second. Maybe extend the time in the round and do a five second pitch clock, so that yeah. way we can see, you know, the ball land and the camera can get back or whatever. Like you said, if we could figure it out, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. We'd be some yep. rounds, but or or we'd have um, a big sponsor. Speaking of sponsorships, if you're looking to sponsor us here at Think Tank Sports, please reach out and let us know. Speaking of sponsorships, Dave, over the All-Star break, the Yankees announced that Star Insurance has paid enough money where they'll be putting a patch on the Yankee uniform. So the Yankee uniform, the uh, pride of Major League Baseball, no name on the back, of course, never sullied by anything other than honoring someone who's passed away, uh, sells out uh, for advertising. uh, And George Steinbrenner is flipping out in his grave. So what other than being upset by that day, which I am, I I don't know if you can tell, I say this, okay, Hal, you decided to sell out. Star Insurance is our new sponsor. Sell the stadium rights, sell everything. Because once you in for a penny, in for a pound, but also, now you got to go get Juan Soto. I want to say Arnado at third and Goldschmidt at first, Soto in left, and Otani in the bullpen because you're saying that money is more important or we need more money to win. So if you're going to say that, that's fine. But the actions on the other end have to match. If that doesn't happen, and of course, I'm not going to get all those guys. That's ridiculous. But um, if they don't make a big splash, Coupled with this um, hiding almost, throwing it out during the All-Star break weekend, you know, so um, kind of throwing it out with the trash, as they say in media. Right. Uh, it, gets, it gets lost. Uh, 
I, I think that it's uh, very hypocritical against the Yankee tradition. Um, and if you're going to do that, you know, let them wear beards and mustache, you know, or, and all that stuff too. Everything's out the window now that we have a, a sponsored patch on the Yankee uniform. What, what say you, Jay? Is that just an old man? Oh, no. No, uh, no, 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 not at all. Um, and I think, you know, it, this is hard potentially for other fans of other teams to understand because you know this is happening around the league but this is the new york yankees we're talking about like mike said this is the jersey this is the the tradition that has you know withstood the test of time why in the world are we now going down this and this it's not like the yankees are hurting for money right I right. mean, the, the, you know, the, yes, the, network is, the is, yes Network is right. Right. Yeah. Yes Network is bringing that. in money. Uh, right. You know, fans are still showing up to the games. Uh, you know, it's yep. not like the Yankees are toiling in. Well, merchandise is flying. Well, I was going to say toiling in last place, <laughs> but they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that being said, they're not a horrible team. It's not like you're. it's a gimmick thing to try to, you know, get some right. interest going and get some players. No, this is the right. New York Yankees who have made the postseason umpteen number of years in a row. Mike, I'm very, very disappointed to hear this. Um, and I, I agree with you. If you're going to do this, then you just throw everything out the window. And now we get right. beards and, and, and long hair. In for pound, right? And, stadium, you know, we become the Boston Red Sox cowboy up down there oh. in New York city. Nobody wants to see that by the way. No, but as Mike said, you, you've now opened up the box. It's not Pandora's box, but you've opened up the box. Yep. Mike, very, very disappointed. Do you, I don't remember seeing these have these patches. Are they on the jerseys now? I didn't catch the game on TV last night on the radio. So I don't know. Um, what uh has transpired i haven't really caught any other games at a crazy weekend uh on tv so um crazy personal weekend oh, but and which uh, is when well, that's fine uh very disappointing news to hear um yeah. but yeah i assumed it was immediately why, why would you announce it and then say you know starting next season I, you would definitely announce that partnership to be effective immediately so anyway yeah, you know, and that's that, the way the world, like you said, that's the way it's been going everywhere else in baseball. And the Yankees have decided to join that. And um, there's nothing we can do about it, Dave, but we continue to root for laundry. We continue to root for the Yankee uniform, um, despite who's in it. But now it just feels feels even more hollow, I guess. Yeah. To me. Um, but let's and, go on to Colorado for the sake of time. But because we're. Yeah, yeah. I just this uh, this story is just buried, Mike. I I, it's buried. Yeah, right. Well, they uh, certainly don't want us talking about it. And you know, you listen to like Michael K and those guys in New York City on the radio. They they brought it up, but not not like they would if it was um, the Mets doing it for the first time. I guess that's how I would put it. (laughs) They they certainly weren't as critical uh, as. You know, I guess rightfully so. It's their employer and they get to protect themselves. Sure. But we don't have to because, as you said, we're looking for sponsors. So, yeah. Star Insurance. Star Insurance, please. Yankees, yep. Anybody else? 
Step on up. Star insurance. <laughs> yeah. So the Yankees open up the Saudi Arabians. Right. Yes. We just <laughs> anything but that. Um, so the Yankees open up the second half uh, with a weekend series here in Colorado. Uh, Stevie covers is out there saying, you know, and I've got other, other people that live out there telling me the same thing. There's all these Yankee fans here and, you know, it's at least a 50, 50 split. I know Stevie was at the game yesterday uh, with his young son game goes, you know, into the 11th inning poor kid um and and whatnot but yeah he said it was like 60 40 in the stands um but yeah you know saturday night game was the highest um attendance in rocky's history and uh, they were saying it was 50 50 on the broadcast but um on the radio but still um like you said yankees travel the yankees do travel uh there's fans everywhere. I guess I'm surprised a little that in Colorado it's that, you know, you can, you can understand it in Tampa, yeah. you know, Philly, you know, mm-hmm. places where, where it's regional or, or New Yorkers go, but uh, Colorado, yeah. I, I guess I was surprised by. Yeah. 48,632 on the Saturday, uh, the game, the Yankees win where Clark Schmidt goes six innings, three hits, two runs, eight strikeouts, arguably his best pitching performance as a starter. Um, Canely finally gives up a run, which is a little, a little yeah. on the surprising side there, but I guess it was bound to happen and Clay Holmes gets the save. So they have a good formula there. Six innings from the starter, poo poo yep. platter, Canely and Holmes, for the last three and you know, things look good as Stanton homers again. Um, we're kind of glossing over the clunker that was Friday's game. Um, well, I like what you said there, the game we won. <laughs> that was the game. That yeah. Won. You know, and then, then yesterday's game. Oh, for the love of God, it just, you know, you have Cole going this, these are games that you expect to win. When right. your ace is pitching um, and Cole, he does the part six innings, two hits, one run, 11 strikeouts, Mike, and one walk. Um, and then the bullpen just gives it up. You know, Canely struggles. Holmes comes in, gives up the grand slam in the eighth inning. Um, now at that point, the Yankees are cruising. It's three to nothing. You know, you're like, okay, Peralta pitches the seventh. We were looking good. Going to bring in the ace, you know, the A, the A team, if you will, for the bullpen, and it doesn't work out. Um, but the Yankees rally, though, they got two runs in the ninth. Although you can, and Mike's been on this all year with the base running blunders, uh, Peraza, you know, tagging up from second and going to third, uh, with only one out, ends up getting doubled off, uh, in a play that gets reviewed, um, and he was clearly out. So he yep. gets thrown out where he would have been on second with one out. Instead, oh, the God. inning is over right. after the Yankees rallied to tie the game. Um, I'm all for being aggressive, but you got to pick your spots too. There's a, yep. there's a, you know, controlled aggression. You, know, you have to be smart about it. Um, and clearly that just wasn't the spot for it. No, no, it definitely was not. And uh you know, that was really challenging because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's in the ninth inning and, you know, then they go on to extra innings there. And, um, 
you know, they, they do good things, a little, you know, a little Volpe stealing and, you know, Cabrera gets a nice hit in the 11th, um, you know, to get the run to go ahead, you know, and then they just, the bullpen just, just blows it again. Ramirez comes in and stinks and, you know, and Marinaccio comes in and he's not geez. right lately either. You know, the last four or five appearances have been uh, shaky at best. And uh, yeah. the last two have been disastrous. So uh, I don't think he was designed to pitch as many innings as he has already uh, this season. Uh, but out of necessity, again, here we sure. are um, testing the, the structural integrity of our bullpen. Yeah, no it's doubt. Failing our stress test. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, if you look at, um, well, you end up in extra innings. So, you know, that's going to be, that's going to push. Right. Push a real one, but Marinaccio has been one of the you know teetering on the the A more towards the A rather than the B, um, and so they have confidence in him. Apparently, doesn't have much confidence in himself right now, and sure. uh, so yeah, so the Yankees end up losing two out of three uh, to a Colorado team, Mike, that is now thirty six and fifty eight. Ouch. So. Yep. Cubs disaster, all-star game and happens. <laughs> and then the Rockies disaster. And then we're where we should be. We're in last place day. Um, yep. I know the American League East is, you know, toughest division in baseball. And, you know, there's still a lot of still in 70 games or so left, you know, to, to make up. But uh, when you have four teams ahead of you, that's a, that's a daunting task. Like I think, what I'm saying, Dave, is I'm prepared to kiss the division goodbye here on July 16th. Is that the date today? 17th, yeah. 17th, yeah. Nope, and I think that's... 23, the division yeah. is gone, so now we need to worry about wild card um, and who we're going to play. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so the challenge there, right, so the Yankees right now sit two games out of the final wild card spot. The challenge there, and you, I agree with you that, you know, probably right off the division, but two of the teams that they're chasing are in their division uh, with the Orioles and the Blue Jays um, yeah. and the Red Sox are, they're tied with the Red Sox. So the division right. is, is gone, but they still have to beat up those teams, uh, you know, and they've already had not played well against the Astros. That's the other team there, Baltimore, Toronto, and Houston. So the Yankees mm -hmm. definitely have an uphill climb and, sure. you know, we thought, okay, Rodon's coming back. He pitches one good game and then pitches, you know, not so well in the Friday game uh, in Colorado. Um, Severino's so pitching heard, tonight, so we'll see what happens there. I heard uh, David Cohn talking about this. So when a pitcher comes back from a long layoff, game one, they usually do pretty well. There's a lot yep. of the adrenaline, it's hyper-focused, and you worked so hard and waited so long, um, you know, Fan, your family's there and all that, and you have a good game. And then game two, you struggle. There's just it, it, all of that, you know, has been spent. And uh, now you're like, all right, let's get into a regular routine or whatever. And, and you know, the tendency and the numbers bear out that uh, the second start you struggle. And then the third start is really kind of a, a litmus test of where you're going to be the rest of the season. So, as bad as he was in game two and as good as he was in game one, I don't think either one of those are the pitchers we're going to see at least the rest of the year. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, we're rooting for and hoping that he's more towards game one. 
bottom yeah. in game two. Um, but just pay key on this next start uh, or next start or two. Yep. Um, I think that's a brilliant insight by Cohen. And mm-hmm. if you want to give me credit for it too, I'll take it. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, great, great uh, pull by you, Mike, as always. And hit, that next start is Wednesday against the Angels in Anaheim. So, so they start a series, as you said, tonight against the Angels. Here's the lineup, Dave, we'll get real quick. Oh, uh, yeah. This is probably the A lineup without Judge. Uh, well, there's one missing, but uh, so leadoff Peraza, second is Stanton, third is Glaber. Peraza's playing third. Glaber's playing second. Yep. Sorry. Rizzo at first base is cleanup. Uh, Bader in center field's hitting fifth. Volpe at shortstop is sixth. Connor Falefa in left is hitting seventh. Uh, Orlando Cabrera at right hitting eighth. And Trevino catching hitting ninth. So that's the A lineup right now, except for, you know, when Judge comes back, you'd probably take uh, Connor Falefa out of there. Right. And put Cabrera, Cabrera in left. And, yeah. Yeah, and and Judge would hit, I'm guessing second or even lead off and drop Peraza down. I like, I like Peraza at the top, but not with Stanton behind him. That doesn't make sense to me. Stanton's no, that a bopper. No, Peraza's you know going to be get on base and steal and, and speed. Um, yeah. So that doesn't make sense to me. I'd almost let her see a, a Glaber. Put, yes, put Glaber second. Absolutely. Yeah, but. You know, what do I know? It's only been 150 years of baseball that worked uh, <laughs> that way. And, and so uh, you know, couldn't possibly be right. Mm. Anywho, this is a big, now this turns into a, a decently important series with the Angels. Yes. Um, but for the sake of time, you know, we'll break that down when they play. But let's talk about real quick, Dave, your boy, uh, Lair, Lair, Lawrence Stanberry III, Buster Oldney. Lawrence Stanberry only the third. That's yes, the there you go. You got it. Buster only comes out on ESPN. They ask him where Otani's going to land, and he said Yankees, 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 and maybe the Rangers. What? What say you about trading for Otani now? Well, is that what he was saying was trade now, or he just said ultimately yes. they were going to end with the Yankees? No trade right now. If Otani's being traded right now in the middle of the year for the last would, two months, it would of be the, the season, Yankees. It would be mm. the Yankees. Uh, if it gets to the offseason, now you're going to bring the Dodgers and the Mariners because he loves the West Coast um, and other teams to bear. I don't ever see him in either Chicago team. Um, but anyway, uh, if you're the Yankees, of course, it's Otani. You're getting two players for one. You're getting another starter. So now you have Cole and Otani and Rodon um, at the top of your rotation. Uh, of course, you know, a tremendous hitter, but a DH, right? For sure. You're not going to place him in the field when he's pitching every fifth day. That no. seems to be the formula. So now right. you got Stanton permanently in left. I, I think that's what you would potentially look at. Assuming um, Stanton stays on the team, I guess. I, I doubt the Angels are interested in Stanton. No, and I would imagine he has yeah. a big contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very interesting for me. Um, if you're going to trade for Otani, do you. I don't even think, do they do sign in trades in the MLB? I think that's more NBA. No. My, no. Yeah, my thought was, 
I mean, if you're going to trade for him, I you, think there's a the expectation when, is, I think, from the Yankees' perspective, that you're signing him long term. I think there's a period if you agree in parameter to a trade, you can contact the player and talk extension. Yeah. Uh, but either way, I guess my question is ultimately, Dave, here's the package they're floating around either Glaber or Volpe, one of the two, Jason Dominguez who's known as the Martian, the number one prospect in pretty much the Yankee organization, and Josh Donaldson because of salary uh, implications. So those three, one of the two, the Martian. Well, Donaldson and and Torres. um, Dominguez, he plays in the infield, right? No, he's center fielder, I believe. Okay, so... But he's probably. But if you trade two away Glaber, then you're, then you're then I think you're saying Oswaldo uh, Oswald Peraza is going to be your second baseman. So that's right. That's right. Um, oh, I'm not crazy about giving up uh, Jason Dominguez, um, but I think if and you're going, Volpe, I would not be crazy. About no, that. I would not be giving up Volpe. I think Volpe's off, and if Volpe's off, then I guess you have to give up Jason Dominguez. Um, right. As far as that goes, if and if you're going to get Otani, I mean, I you know he's as big a name as you get out there, so you've got to give up a top right. prospect. Donaldson, goodbye, see you. Right. They need to DFA him if it doesn't happen. Um, I would be sad to see Dominguez go. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'm really looking forward to see what he can do. I, I am. I'm just. Room. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not crazy on Otani. I, I see know. Wish you washing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look, he's a tremendous talent. I, I can't deny that. Um, despite all that doesn't mean I want him ending up on the Yankees. Right. For, and especially if he's only for two months. With no guarantee that he's going to be there right. beyond that. So I mentioned a few other players earlier, just rapid fire. Uh, would it be worth trading for and maybe signing them for the next couple of years? Juan Soto seems to be. Uh, a name that's out there a lot. The Padres scuffling, maybe need a. Well, they've been playing much better lately. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, scenery for him. Would you like I, him on the Yankees? You know, I guess the hard part is like the Yankees have plenty of outfielders. Yeah, you that's know? true. That's I mean, true. do they have somebody of Juan Soto's talent? Well, no, but you know they have outfielders. Uh, you know, is Juan Soto's talent? I mean, he was incredible for the Nationals in their yeah. World Series run, but I don't know if he's done much sense, to be honest with you. I, I would have to dig deeper into that. Um, how about Arenado at third? That seems to be another one. The Cardinals are really struggling. Again, you know, I, look, I, give up. I could see Josh Donaldson back in a Cardinals uniform. For yeah, sure. I mean... Uh, he- but you'd have to give up some prospects for that. Yeah, he's tremendous defensively, but he's also older. Right, right, right. What no, are you I'm swapping not, out? Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm at this point for the Yankees wanting to swap age for age. Okay, I agree completely. I wish we could argue about it, but I totally agree. Yeah. All right, folks. So we're going to get to this uh, pure thing that we've uh, decided to take it a chance on here today. No power rankings, but I think you'll see that uh, what we're about to do um, will. We'll make up for that for sure. So I don't know if our tens of listeners, Dave, or you were aware of tiermaker.com. It's been 
I noticed it about six months ago. It's probably been out longer than that, um, but it's gotten popular in sports podcasting for sure and other other uh, topics as well. So what I thought we would do, and Dave agreed graciously, is to uh, use this um, tier maker to rank all of the Major League Baseball teams based on solely their first half performance. So all, before the All-Star break, compared to what their expectations are going into the season. So, I mean, we'll start just as an example, Dave. The tiers are A, B, C, D, and poop emoji. F. <laughs> um, yes. Now, on this tier maker, it's pretty cool because you can make as many tiers as you, if you want. So if you mm -hmm. want someone less than poopy, whatever that is, you could put someone there. If you want someone above an A, you could put mm. someone there. Is that okay. double secret poopy? Double secret poopy, right. <laughs> um, so again, what I thought we would do is just kind of go team by team, you know, some of them, or give us a chance to talk about some of these teams we haven't talked about. Um, a lot of them obviously are going to be, you know, in the middle, but that's the way it goes. But I think yeah. the fringers are, are very interesting. Um, so let's start. Do you want to start in the American League East or end there, buddy? Where do you want to start? Pick, pick a division to start. Uh, let's start with the American League West. American League West. So the Texas Rangers are 55 and 39. Uh, they're in first place in the division and um, have an excellent home record, 30 and 18, 25 and 21 on the road. Uh, what do you, A through poopy, a through F. What do you think? <laughs> through of, poopy. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I had them as an A. You know, I think one of the class teams in the league. There's no doubt they've been a great team the whole first half of the year. Um, you know, perhaps overachieving a little bit. Obviously, they, mm -hmm. you know, oh, losing, you know, some pitching there is challenging uh, with right. DeGrom. But I, I, have them, I have them as one of my A teams, if you will. Excellent. Uh, do you happen to have, I'm sorry, the over-unders from before the season? Yes, I do. Uh, the Rangers were at 81 and a half and they're 55 right now. So, um, and just, so just for pace. nice round numbers, figure that there are 60 games left. Some teams have a little bit more, some teams have a little bit less. 60 games left to get to 81 wins seems very, very manageable for Texas. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I have them in the A as well. I, you know, kind of thought early that they would be good and, um, you know, they're doing so. So happy to hear to put them in the A category, Dave. Yeah. How about the Houston Astros, 52 and 42? Houston Astros. Three games out of first place. Um, certainly have had their uh, struggles um, this season, but seem to have bounced back. Um, what do you think? I have them in my B group, Mike, um, just okay. down a little tier. I think, you know, there certainly is potential there, but they, they have struggled uh, more so. Um, and this is an Astros team that, had the highest uh, over under total at 97 and a half. Uh, and they're at 52 right now. 
Okay. Um, eh, you know, it's 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 going to be a bit. That they'd have to really have like a forty and twenty, uh, more than a forty and twenty finish to get to ninety-seven wins. So, uh, seems like the Astros are going to fall a little bit short of that, but I still think they're very good. So I have them as a B. Okay. Excellent. Me too. Um, can't argue anything with that yet. How about the Seattle Mariners? 46 and 46, even 500, eight games out of first. Everything is at a 500 level just about. Uh, yep. 25 and 22 at home, 21, 24 on the road. Uh, exciting young team. Do yeah, I, I they're in my C group, um, and I have them C. I mean, part of it, okay, there are 500, but also, I, you know, they certainly had a good season last year. I think there were some expectations they were going to do a little bit better. Uh, Vegas Insider had them at 86 and a half, Mike, and they're at 46 right now. So, um, again, another team looking at, you know, a 40 and 20 second half uh, to get to. I, I just don't see it happening. Um, Excellent. Uh, you know, so I have them as a C. What, um, as fun as they are, it seems like every move they make takes away from their team. And I know Jerry DePoto has been around forever as a GM and he likes to make moves. And, and uh, remember a couple of years ago, we traded Griezmann away and uh, the team was upset about it, but uh, oh, geez, turned out to be nuts. the right thing. Yeah. But turned out to be the right thing on the field. So, um, got to give them uh, the benefit of the doubt. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Dave, 46 and 48. Nine games out. Everything's below 500. Home is 24 and 22. Road 22 and 26. Yep. I also have them in my C group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, they're fringe there. But this is the Angels. They're just never good enough you know they they've been up and down this year they've had some you know nice stretches and now they're in a bad stretch where it's two and eight in their last 10 they've lost 11 of their last 13 uh fading out what do they do of course mike mentioned the otani uh trade talks uh will kick up for sure as the trade deadline is just two weeks away um so i have them in my c group mike okay and uh, I'm and sorry, uh, I have them in my B group. I think that uh, they are a little better than I thought they were going to be. That doesn't mean I think they're doing well, um, but I really thought they were going to be terrible. Uh, mm. So I gave them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt there. Probably could make them a D um, if you talk me into that for sure. Um, you know, the third Rondo and third base has been a disaster. Yeah. They just haven't been able to round the right guys around Trout and Otani. And it's really disappointing to see what's going to go down in history. It's probably two of the best players um, really never even sniffed the postseason. You know, I know yep. they had the one game or whatever, but. Uh, and then yes. the Oakland Athletics, Steve. F. Poop. Interesting. Poop. I mean, this they've won 25 games, Mike. They've played 95 games and they've won 25. 
But what did we expect? I guess is my question. Uh, yeah. I mean, not much. Uh, Vegas Insider said fifty nine and a half. So okay. you know they're they're going to struggle to get to fifty nine and a half. I, I just I just think F. I you know I just don't see much out of them. Um, uh, okay. move, moving to Las Vegas doesn't move them out of my poop category, if you will. Okay, I'm going to give them a D. I okay. uh, think they're they're they've won some series, you know, that were unexpected and just kind yes. of been a little bit better than terrible. That being said, they're still going to challenge for the worst team ever, so I can't yes. give them more than a D. Um, but uh, they're not just an automatic lay down every day. So I just have to give it to him. Okay. okay. You want to run us through uh, the National League uh, Central and I'll. National League Central or American League Central? Oh, American League Central. My bad. Yep. Sure thing. Yep. American League Central, uh, the division that nobody wants to win. Um, So at the top there, Mike, is the Minnesota Twins at 48 and 46. Just a mm-hmm. meager two games over 500. Uh, this is a team Vegas Insider said 84 and a half wins. They're at 48. Um, struggles now. Polanco uh, looking like he's going to come back before too long here. And so that could potentially help uh, bolster a team that really, Mike, I think you and I thought were going to be better than better than this at this point yeah absolutely Uh, i have them as a c yes Um, i do as well for those reasons they are in first place so i can't drop them any further Um, yeah but i agree i thought they'd be a little better and um they're a little uh loosey-goosey up there and i don't like it (laughs) um so uh yeah i have them as a c who's next buddy uh the cleveland guardians at 45 and 48 um Definitely on the disappointing end of things. Uh, Vegas Insider had them at 86 and a half. So that's going to be difficult for them to get to that. Again, another team looking at a 40 and 20 second half to get to these numbers. Uh, it's just not going to happen, Mike. And uh, so I have them at, at also as a C uh, just because they're middling. They're only two and a half games out. In theory, they could still win the division and make the playoffs. So I left them as a C. Me as well. Very good, Mike. Uh, Very good. Terry Francona, best manager in our lifetime. Apologies to Joe Torrey, or we'll have that discussion another day. Yeah. Yeah. This is I don't the think he measures. Yep. Nope. Um, okay. Third place there in the central is uh, the Detroit Tigers, 41 and 51. Uh, only six games back, Mike, of the division, uh, which is just crazy. Um, Vegas Insider had them at 68 and a half. So, hey, it's possible that the Tigers could get to, you know, a 70 and 92 uh, record, which. Eh, I mean, they probably would want to be a little better. I have them as a D, Mike. Yeah, I wanted to put them as a D, but I, I don't know, maybe Brendan Burke got in my ear, but I have them as a C. Um, okay. It's, it's splitting hairs. They're still, they are who we thought they were. They're not very good. 
That's how I <laughs> they're not they're not as bad as they could be, and they're certainly not as good as they could be. So. Mm. So they are who we thought they were, or maybe not. Uh, the Chicago White Sox just behind there at 40 and 55, uh, negative 68 run differential. Mike, this, this, this team stinks. Uh, there's just no way around it. As far as I'm concerned, I gave them a D. Uh, 40 and 55. This is a team Vegas had set at 83 and a half. No chance they're getting to that, Mike. A D for your Chicago White Sox. When you look up and down their roster, and we talked about Luis Robert and the you know easy power and, and you know Jimenez and Anderson and their pitchers, Tiolito and Lynn and all these people. Yep. The talent, you know, top to bottom is there. Um, yep. And they've just been absolutely horrendous. They, you know, rightfully got rid of Methuselah in the offseason. Uh, but that hasn't made a difference and maybe even has made them worse. And uh, I have them in the F category. The poop category my first, poop, first poop of the night. <laughs> a colon cleansing White Sox poop of the night. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Good, good for Mike. And uh, the last place team, Mike, the Kansas City Royals, uh, 27 and 67. They have been uh they were ahead of quite a bit of the a's and then went into a major losing streak of their own and now just two games two and a half games ahead of the a's for the worst record in baseball mike um i have them as an f okay They're i have just, them as the d they you know they, yeah they stink but we knew they were going to stink <laughs> you know they're playing to, to the level I thought they would play at. So I have them as a D. Vegas mm. um, Insider had them at 68 and a half. Mike, there's no bleeping way no they are no getting way. to 68 and a half. Uh, my second poop of the night is nice. the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Mike, the American League East, where our American New York East. Yankees sit. What say you? Tampa Bay Rays got to start um, right at the top, Dave, 60 and 36. Uh, one game ahead of the Orioles in the division with a super hot start, of course. Uh, 35 and 15 at home. 35 and 15 at home. 25 and 21 on the road. Uh, they have obviously some pitching issues now with, with injury um, that are going to be. Hard to overcome, but we say that every year about the race. Uh, I have them in the A category, Dave. First A. Um, Second again, A. You had oh, Texas as an A as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um, so, yeah, Tampa Rays, you know, great start. Uh, fading a little, but uh, you got to believe in the organization. Um, and they're just going to continue to to overcome these things with young people we never heard of. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh, yep nope that's yep. true uh i also have tampa in the a category a, a lot based on the hot start uh mike 24 and 6 uh was their start in their first 30 games 36 and 29 since then so um again as we discussed these teams with hot starts tend to peter out towards 500 um but still tampa is a very good team i totally agree with you there 
Uh, second place team we just talked about is the Baltimore Orioles, 57-35, one game uh, out of the division. One of the best young managers in Brandon Hyde. At home, a tremendous 29-18. and 18. On the road, an equally tremendous 28-17. and 17. And uh, off to a tremendous start. This will be my third A. Yep. Uh, I I am with you there as well. Yes, Baltimore. I mean, if you're an Oriole fan, you have to be super excited. And, and every kid they bring up, you know, Rush, Rushman we talked about, Santander, all these kids. There's another young kid they brought up recently that, that even outperformed his expectations. So um, great job out of them. Um, that's a rebuild that's coming to fruition finally. Uh, yeah, Baltimore and those those are. Um, aside from being in our division, I'm I'm happy uh, to see them get this far. So good for them. Yes. A as well for you. You said yes. Yep, they are my third right. A as well. Toronto Blue Jays, David, 53 41, six games back of first place in the division. Uh, home 26 and 18, road 27 and 23. Uh, this young team that uh, has been on paper pretty challenging the last couple of years, but just fallen short. This might be the year they put it all together. Problem is, Alex Manoa turned out to be a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> and, and they really, I don't see their starting pitching stepping up uh, enough uh, for them to make a deep playoff run. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about their first half performance. Uh, I have them in the B category. Uh, I felt like they did very well um, with the pitching staff they have, and they're going to continue to do that uh, in third place in the American League East. Yep. Uh, you, you taunted me, tempted me there for a second when you said they played like crap. I thought you were going to make them an F, but no, no, uh, no, certainly just their, not. Just their ace. Yeah. Just their ace. B, uh, I also have Toronto uh, as a B for a lot of the same reasons. Um, definitely a very talented team. Uh, Vegas Insider had them um, at 90 and a half. So, you know, they're, they're going to have to have a, a, a you know, an equally oh, good second half. Yeah. second half of the season to get there. Um, but they're at 53 wins, as Mike said. So, yeah, uh, good for Toronto, Mike. And then uh, I'm going to choose to go New York Yankees tied for fourth, uh, okay. 50 and 44. I know that technically that uh, I guess it is tied, right? Yeah, with the Red Sox. Yeah, yep, it is. Uh, it is percentage wise and, and everything else. So Yankees nine games back of the division, 28 and 23 at home, 22 and 21 on the road. Not great. Um, probably because I'm so close to the team, I gave them a C. Probably should be a D. Yep. Uh, I gave them a C as well. I, I, I would agree. Um, based on where we thought, and Vegas Insider had them at 94 and a half, Mike, and they're at, you know, they're at 50. I mean, they're going to have to have, a, again, a very good. Uh, you know, second half to get to that number. Um, but I'm with you, uh, right on the edge between C and D, but they are six games over 500. So, uh, and only two games back of the wild card. So, uh, that concludes the American League. We'll get into the National League. You will see oh, this, folks. Where do, you, where do you have Boston? Oh, I'm sorry. I have them as a C as well. Uh, I, I put them as a D. I thought they were going to be absolutely terrible. 
Um, and to be tied with the Yankees, I can't, I can't give the Yankees a C and not give them a C. Yeah. Yep. As uh, much as I'd like to put them in the poop category. Yep. <laughs> and Vegas uh, had them at 78 and a half and they're at 50 right now. So uh, Boston, you know, they look like they could be a 500 team, which um, I agree with you, Mike. Um, yeah. I, I, that would be an accomplishment as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree. So we will, um, you, we can save these tiers and post it to our social media and we will do so. So uh, if you're listening and saying, well, this is pointless because we don't see the final product, you will. Um, so just hang in there with us. Uh, let's go National League, buddy. Where do you want to go first? Yeah, let's let's go, you know, same pattern here. We'll go right. uh, National League West, uh, which the top three, it's just crazy how this has shifted around so quickly in the last, yes. you know, week and a half. We, we've had Arizona up there. Um, Mike and I have had them in the top five you know, in our power rankings, uh, but they're not in first place right now, Mike, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are, uh, at 53 and 39, uh, again, kind of now in a little bit of a streak and, uh, playing well, and they're a game and a half, uh, in front in first place. And so, uh, I have the Dodgers as a B Mike. And some of that for me is, is, where I think they will finish at the end of the year. Um, and they're still, and they're still so very talented. Oh, absolutely. I remember as a C just because they've been so successful in the past and coming into the season, it was like, there wasn't a lot of roster turnover. How can you go against a team that won so many games last year? Um, and they really haven't gone out and seized the division or, or done what, their roster potential is now. Do they have to in the first half of the season? Not necessarily. And nope. certainly I think you'll see, you're right. You'll see them turn it around and excel yeah. in the second half. There's too Just, much talent, too much experience for that not to be the case, but first half, I give a C. Yep. They just have to stay close and they're, they're more than close. Vegas insider had them at 96 and a half and they're at 53. So, you know, I mean, they're certainly capable of, that type of run over the last 60 games, but I mean, it, yeah, so. absolutely. Um, What's next, let's see the San Francisco giants, Mike, all of a sudden coming out of nowhere at 52 and 41, um, a game and a half out doing well on the road, 26 and 19. Uh, Mike, I have them as a C, uh, just because they, you know, they've been middling for quite a bit. They've had a nice stretch here. I'm not sure they're going to hang on there, but uh, nope. give them a C for the season. Myself as well. You know, I, they are who we thought they were. They're a pretty good team. Probably don't want to play them in a short series, but uh, they've done okay this first half. You know, they've, they've hung around over they have to do. Now can they make a run? But yep. yeah, and for them. Vegas Insider has them at 81 and a half. So they basically would be, you know, 500 the rest of the way would get them there. That seems certainly seems doable right. uh, for the Giants. Uh, and then the aforementioned Arizona Diamondbacks, Mike, at 52 and 42. So just a half game back, but they're in a bit of a tailspin. They've lost their last four um, and again have fallen out of first place. 
despite all that, Mike, I have them in the B category just based on how great a first half they had uh, and the great storylines um, along the way. What say myself you? as well? I have him as a B. Uh, Corbin Carroll, you know, rookie of the year for sure, almost in center field, almost MVP candidate for a while. And then uh, Zach Gallon's been just a stud at the top of the rotation, but uh, everyone's been outperforming their career stats by about 10%. And usually when that happened, you know, we regress to the mean. Um, we're probably seeing a little bit of that right now, but based on where we thought they were going to be uh, coming into the season, remind me of the Giants a couple years ago that it was like, okay, they're playing well, but are they ever going to lose? Or here's the spot where they're, you know, struggle. Um, yeah, and they haven't up until this last couple of games. So uh, good, good on the Diamondbacks. A uh, fun organization for sure. Yep, and seventy-four and a half uh, says Vegas Insider, and they're at fifty-two. So they're they're going to get past that. I, I it'd be stunning if they didn't. Yep. Um, as far as that goes, Mike, and then one of two giant gigantic disappointments uh both of them existing in the national league the san diego padres mike at 44 and 50 10 games back of the division mike this is a team that just can't see there are eight games back in the wild card just cannot seem to get it together uh vegas insider had them at 93 and a half mike they have 44 44 wins. Um, this is a team that uh, uh, are they going to buy? Are they going to, are they going to sell? Uh, we already talked a little bit about Juan Soto. They've got $340 million payroll. Uh, Mike, I have San Diego uh, in the D category. Uh, I do as well. Uh, I, I wish we could argue about it, but uh, they're terrible uh, based again on, <laughs> Like the White Sox, uh, the only reason um, I have them in the D is because they played six and four in their last ten and shown a little life lately. Uh, and, and if and the pitching can come around, the starters they're going to be okay. Uh, they have a, a lot of talent, but uh, certainly underperforming drastically their expectations as well. Yep. And then, of course, the aforementioned Colorado Rockies at 36 and 58. Um, not good, Mike. I just straight out. I have, them, I, I have them as in the F. You have them in the F. I have them in the D as well. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I have the F uh, set apart for three particular teams. And I uh, just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't include them in that. They're, you know, and what they did to our Yankees the last uh weekend yeah although we're not including that i guess in this no no uh, but 14 and 33 up the road mike is just not getting it it done done. um so that is the national league west um Mm -hmm. mike how about the The national league central my Milwaukee Brewers, Dave, resurgence again, 52 and 42, 10 games above 500, leading division by two, uh, home record 26 and 21, 26 and 21 also on the road, uh, weeks of consistency. Even uh, splits. Yeah, their starting pitching is one of the best. I love Craig Council as manager. Uh, I think they've had a really good season, and I have them as a B. 
um, only because mm. I thought they might have an eight to ten game lead in this division by now. Um, so I held them back from the A. I think A is a special category as well. So uh, I have them in B. I have them as a C, Mike. Um, okay. Just because, <clears throat> because of some of the struggles, uh, and I agree with you. I think they should have a bigger lead. Uh, certainly, their lead is not as substantial based on how the Cincinnati Reds are playing, which is a surprise to everyone. Um, right. And if you look at the Cubs, the Cubs are eight games back. So um, I just think they should have a bigger lead. There certainly is talent there. So I have them as a C, Mike. Okay. Uh, and so the Cubs, like you just said, I have as a C. What about as well. the Reds? Oh, the Reds. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the Reds okay. are a B as well. I'm sorry. The Reds yep. are a B, 50 and 44. I just said the wrong name, I guess. Yep. <laughs> um, well, they both started uh, with a C. That's good. The surprise of the Central, uh, two games back, 23 and 24 at home, 27 and 20 on the road, which is yep. not uh, a typical split. Um, and uh, exciting young team, Joey Votto's decided to visit the top of the youth a little bit. Um, you know, if they can get Hunter Green back throwing 105 miles an hour and closing games, they're going to be okay. Um, but I think they've drastically overachieved based on their expectations. Oh, no doubt. And Mike, this is a team that um, is the closest to their projected win total uh, of any okay. of the teams out there. Uh, Vegas Insider had them at 65 and a half. And they're at wow. 50. I'd like to hold that over ticket right now. That would be nice. Yep. Yep. If you had the over on Cincinnati, you are about to cash in straight cash, homie. So what did you have them at? Uh, I had the Reds as a B as well. I, I think they just, you know, they right. just had such a great first, you know, first half. And with all the youth and all the excitement, I mean, it's the sky's the limit for them. And they're only two games back. Although I think they the did Cubs not are... play well against the Brewers this weekend. No, no. That but again, we're only talking about the first half. I think the Cubs are a quintessential C. You know, they're 43 and 49, eight games back. Uh, that's who kind of we thought they were going to be 22 and 24 at home, 21 and 25 on the road. And uh, some fun talent, you know, Dansby Swanson and, and those guys. Uh, have there's an excitement in Chicago about them understanding that they're not going to contend for a World Series this year, but there's at least people are still showing up to Wrigley and enjoying the team. Uh, and that's all you could ask for when this kind of rebuild um, as they move forward. So I get the Cubs to see. I had them as a D, um, probably a little too harsh as, you know, at 43 and 49, but Eh, you know, this, they could be a little bit better, but um, I could be uh, convinced to move them to the C category, Mike. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Sorry, Jared. I have them as a D. 41 and 52. Uh, 10 and a half out of first place in their division. 22 and 24 at home. 19 and 28 on the road. Uh, I thought there, you know, of course, O'Neill Cruz getting hurt, you know, really killed them with their excitement, but there was a buzz, a little bit of a, they're going to be scrappy kind of buzz to them. And yep. um, they just like a dry popcorn fart uh, out there in the national league central and doing nothing. There it is. Yes. I have the pirates as a D as well. Excellent. And then uh, 
Dave, the St. Louis Cardinals. When I said the poop category is reserved for a special lot. Uh-oh. Uh, this is a team steeped in tradition and, and mm. expectations every year to win. Steeped in something. Yeah. Uh, when Arenado's at third and Goldschmidt at first, you know, you kind of thought um, they always have these uh, young players that are dynamic, and they do have some of that, but they just have no pitching. Like, uh, other than old friend Jordan Montgomery, uh, the rest of the staff has really struggled. And um, they are 40 and 53, 11 and a half out of first, uh, 19 and 26 at home, 21 and 27 on the road. Uh, Going to be sellers for sure at the deadline. Um, really just a terrible, terrible performance in the first half by the Cardinals. So I've got them down in the poopy category, Dave. <laughs> number two uh... for number two. Oh, oh boy. Um, I have them as a D. I, I, I couldn't quite put them as an F, but um, they certainly could be, uh, Mike. And this is, this is yeah, you can make an argument, the third biggest disappointment. Uh, Vegas Insider had them at 88 and a half, and they're at 40. No, I agree. They're the third biggest disappointment. Yep. So that's pretty bad for, for the Cardinals. Um, moving on, Mike, the, uh, national league East, um, I don't think there's any debate here that the best team in the league right now is the Atlanta Braves at 61 and 31. Uh, I have them as an a Vegas insider had them at 96 and a half. So they are well on their way, uh, to getting that. And then some, uh, a for a Atlanta. I want to propose, Dave, that we make a category higher than A, an S <laughs> for superior or something, because these guys... Double A, triple A? Double A, whatever it is. Um, I think this is a tremendous baseball team that had a lot of expectations and have overachieved. What the medals in Freddie Freeman swap certainly um, has paid off for them. No offense to Freddie out there in L.A., yep. uh, but every one of their young stars is signed... Uh, long-term and their pitching staff, which is going to be a little bit questionable, is really gelled together. Uh, Strider is a bonafide ace. Uh, they're just a very, very, very good baseball team that I think could really get on a run here because the rest of the National League East is not very good, Dave. Not that they're playing as many games against them as we have noticed in the past or seen in the schedule in the past, but still, um, they're just an excellent ball club and an A or higher for me uh, yep. for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. All right. Yep. Definitely. Like I said, they're right there. Top team. As far as I'm sure. concerned, uh, Mike in second place, the surprising Miami Marlins 53 and 42 uh, having a great year <laughs> and they're nine and a half back at the Braves. Uh, Miami was 75 and a half for Vegas insider. And they're at 53. Mike, I have them as a B. I have them as a B as well. Um, good for that. I, I think if El Contrera doesn't bounce back, that they could really plummet in the second half. But still, yep. um, exciting young team, like you said, and uh, really done a nice, nice job. But they're still, what, nine and a half games out of first? Yep, nine like and a half said, games yeah. out of first. Yep. Um, so I can't give them an A. I can't give them an A. Can't do it. No, nope, but they do hold one of the wild card spots tied with Arizona. Sure. Um, basically in a three-way tie with San Francisco and Arizona. 
um, for the wild card. So uh, doing good there. Mm-hmm. Um, third place uh, in the NL East, Mike, is the Philadelphia Phillies, who are playing some of their best baseball of the season at 51 and 42. Uh, doing good there. Uh, Vegas Insider had them at 89 and a half. So certainly a, a, a good stretch of uh, in the 60 games that are left. They should be able to surpass that. Um, need to see Trey Turner step up a little bit more. Um, so for me, based on the fact that I think this should be a little bit better, I had them as a C. Okay. Uh, I have them as a C as well. Um, coming off the World Series and all of that, I, I thought they would do a little better. Uh, getting rid of Zach Elfitt, uh really hurt them. He really ate up innings last year for them. And, and both as a fifth starter and middle relief, and you're like, well, how valuable could that be? Well, we're seeing that um, throughout Major League Baseball right now. So uh, I have them in the C category as well. Yep. And then, Mike, here they are. Here it is. The biggest disappointment uh, in all of Major League Baseball. Anthony Otero's New York Mets at 43 and 50, uh, 18 and a half games back uh, in the division and eight and a half back in the wild card. Mike at 43 wins. Vegas Insider had them at 94 and a half. Uh, but the fact for me that they still are kind of hanging around, I left them as a D. Boy, you are generous. And, and I was team, I had them written down as an F and changed it to a D. So softy. You're a softy. Like this poop. <laughs> if the first if the Cardinals and White Sox were solid poops, this is the diary of the category. The New York Mets running right down the basement floor. And I mean, it's just embarrassing. They, you know, the new Kings of New York and we win the back page and the mm. off season and Steve Cohn's the savior. And guess what? Uh, same they're old using, pets. yep. They're using the back page to wipe their ass. There's not enough emodium in the world to solve what's going on for them in the second. <laughs> so uh, that's where I am with the New York, uh, Metropolitans. New York Metropolitans F. And then that leaves the lowly Washington nationals. 37 and 56. Um, they might, I got Vegas insider had them at 59 and a half. Mike, they might sure. get over that. Um, I have them as a D because they're in last place and they stink. Yep. Same. There's nothing else to say last place and they stink. So that <laughs> I know we're a little long winded, but I think it was a good exercise in looking at all the teams in baseball. Next week, we'll get back to our regular power rankings um, you know, one through 10 and, and arguing there. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll get this tier um, over to Dave, and see if we can post it on social media. Yep. Uh, it should be interesting to see if we get any feedback. We'd appreciate it. Um, but until then, please continue to listen, to subscribe on all of the uh, proper platforms and give us feedback here at Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen as we strive for five. Good night, people. See you, everybody.